welcome to another hometown daily news show i have uh i don't know what you would call this good and bad news um good news is i found out what a problem was and bad news is that i basically lost all of the five o'clock to six o'clock stream i um i moved a raspberry pi from one place to another and in after I had set everything all up for today <laughs> and verified the audio levels and everything was supposed to be fine, I decided to move a Raspberry Pi board and hit the one button on my mixer that mutes my mic. And so once I set it up, I don't have to worry about anything unless you mash a mute button so i'm doing my show over again um and this time though i'm gonna rifle through this because um <laughs> you know you just can't you can't make that magic again that's probably not true but uh, uh it'll be different and i feel weird doing it again so let's get into today's news i've already put it all on showbot because i've already done this um so you can go to showbot or hometown.showbot.tv um, and vote on articles that you find interesting. You can also send me messages via that. I'll just delete the stuff that doesn't matter. Um, and uh, you're <laughs> you telling me your thoughts matters, but uh, you telling me that you hate me and that my articles are dumb or the news is dumb or whatever. I'm just going to delete it. And anyway, uh, maybe I'll laugh and, and move on, but. Anyway, I really kind of wet the bed. And I've said all this before I even introduce myself. I am Mayor Watt. This is the Hometown Daily News Show for October 31st, 2022. That is hometown.com. You can go over there, sign up, become a citizen. I am going to be doing some changes still. I'm actually working on it as we speak. Um, I'm looking to solve a couple of things that uh, I don't really like. And, um, but I'll keep you in the loop. Uh, the site might be down from time to time, but again, we'll see. Um, you can go through all of the news. It's in six categories, just like usual, uh, about 200 news sources. Uh, once you're done here, you can download past episodes over at, um, well, anywhere you can get a podcast, pretty much hometown exists. Do it, just do a search. Um, you can go over to YouTube hometown is there um, they've got a new um, branding methodology where it's just at something well at hometown takes you to hometown now apparently old url still exists so if you go to youtube.com slash hometown it'll take you there and if you do the at hometown it'll take you there I know there's a lot there but anyway let's get into today's news and seriously i'm gonna go ripping through this really quick uh, the first article is in the daily news show that's this show i like to say it like that i don't know why whatever um whenever you go to an article that is in hometown it actually has a visit the source link if you follow that it'll take you to the source where i got this aggregated from um, i don't use a screen scraper or anything like that um, it's all publicly available information and freely uh, deliverable um, I only take a small snippet of it. I don't take the graphics. I just want you to get a little taste of the article and then go over and read the article and then come and chat with me here at hometown 
on Twitch. So you can go to twitch.tv slash hometown. See, I'm everywhere. Um, not on Facebook, but um, anyway. Um, another UFO report expected this week. Some in incidents still unexplained. I went on this long tirade about this stuff on the last episode, like the, today's episode, but an hour ago. And then I, like I said, I messed up. I'm really sad about this. It's driving me nuts. Uh, it's eating at me. Behind these eyes is a person who's very frustrated with what just transpired. Because my monitors tell me that I'm actually recording my voice. And I just happen to look over and see something. And look down and there's a red button signifying that my audio is dead. Stupid move. Stupid move, Marwat. Anyway, the enduring debate about whether UFOs are caused by extraterrestrial beings will once again be front and center this week as U.S. intelligence agencies will provide Congress with an updated re report on UFO incidents. Um, this article is by Luis uh, Martinez over at abcnews.go.com. That one flows right off the tongue there, doesn't it? Anyway, um, in the previous hour, and I'm going to drop it after this, I went on this tirade about the fact that there are people out there that are like, well, this is fake, blah, blah, blah. This somebody, there's one group that like used computer graphics to show that it was, that it could be, uh, faked. It, it could be made so that it looked like it was real. Um, this is the federal government and the military saying that there's stuff going on around battle groups that they don't know about that they don't know how to handle. And this says that the number of reports that have, that are under investigation and haven't been resolved. So the original one, the DNI's first report had 144 UAP incidents, only one of which could be explained. Now it's at 400 and they can't explain them. Now they're saying that, well, the newest ones, not the 400, but the newest ones that can be explained are weather balloons and airborne clutter and foreign surveillance. Yeah, but none of them are flying at such high speed that it can't have a human in it and rotating without any form of uh, propulsion and doesn't have a FLIR signature like you would see when you're being monitored by a military aircraft set designed specifically built to hunt and destroy by heat. <laughs> so there's something going on. People don't know what it is. They're investigating it. And some of the people that are involved, you will never even know exist. They won't come out and say that they're part of this department. You can go and look just like clandestine operatives. You don't find a job. You don't sit there and search USA jobs for clandestine operative. <laughs> Now, if you're wanted, they'll find you. They'll come and say, hey, we want you to be a clandestine operative. Anyway, reason why I'm saying all of this is because I don't want people thinking that all of this is fraud and a joke and a bunch of people in their basement that are sitting there pretending that this stuff, um, are trying to spoof the government or uh, this is being released by the government telling the world that we don't know what the hell's going on and to keep an eye out in the skies 
Are they little blue men or green men? Little blue men. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For whatever reason, my brain went to the blue man group and I just decided to shrink them down and stick them in an aircraft. U.S. Uh, official told ABC News that two of the three videos declassified by the Pentagon in 2020 and recorded from the sensors aboard aircraft are now plausible explanations. They now have plausible explanations and that it was something going on with the sensors. Yes, the sensors caused one of the plane, one of the objects that were that were monitored to roll in place at high speed, drop down to lower uh, altitude and then climb dramatically high and then disappear and return and all kinds of stuff. Um, apparently it was a sensor thing. Got it. It was a glitch in the sensor. All right. Interesting, right? What do you think? Post a, a message in the chat or send a message into the show bot. All you have to do is hit exclamation point S and then whatever you want to say. And that'll get thrown into Showbot. I just watched it appear in Showbot. You can do the same thing. Like I said, I'll just delete the fluff. And I'll make a comment about the stuff that you say that I am, you know, infer from your statement that matters, you know. If it's important, I'll talk about it. And if you say that it's important, I'll talk about it. Let's move on. I'm not going to post the articles anymore. I'm All you have to do is go to hometown.showbot.tv. You can get all of the articles there. If you want to go follow a, a URL over to hometown and click the visit the source link, you can do that and uh, then come back and chat with me. Uh, this one is really interesting. This is over in Law Nerd. Uh, lawyer dresses as a hot dog for Halloween deposition and gets burned. <clears throat> it's kind of a soft burn um, because of the glitch that I had prior to doing this show. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've gone through all of this, so I'm going to rip right on through it really fast. Stacy Zaretsky over at Above the Law. Uh, saw this in Twitter by Matt Margolis, the head of community at Law Trades, has this story about being dressed as a hot dog. Um, the boss at the firm that they were new to uh, said, hey, do you want to go to a deposition? They said, yeah, sure. I'm wearing a costume. They said, yeah, go ahead. Um, when he shows up, they asked, why was he dressed like that? And he said, well, it's Halloween. And so, well, Let's just say that the deposition didn't go off really without a hitch. Halfway through the deposition, he went and took off his costume, decided that, uh, oh, and then he got invited to a cake contest at the firm that he was doing the deposition at, which is <laughs> pretty magnanimous of the uh, law firm. Anyway, politely declined and headed back, never to did do that again, and then posted a picture of him in a hot dog costume. It says, one day I'll trick a network into making a funny legal show and it will feature all of my dumb stories. And that's when I said, you know, lawyers really do have a phenomenal number of stories uh, that you can hear from people. And as long as it is... Um, it doesn't identify who it is that they're talking about, then it's pretty much okay. Uh, they, they, 
they tend not to expose anything. Um, the next article is in the Mobile Channel, and it's called A Lasting Impact, Microplastics Settling into Soil. This article is over at fizz.org by Kane Korzekwa. Sorry, it's a hard name to say if you just glance at it. Um, and it was really interesting when I first talked about it. It basically, I came to the conclusion uh, immediately upon hearing this, that microplastics settling into soil means that it's less permeable. So it doesn't filter, and when it does filter, it's redirected in places, or the water just doesn't penetrate and, and sheets off. But you would have to have a pretty high density of uh, microplastics in the soil. But that isn't really why I chose to uh, talk about this article. The reason why I chose this article is because microplastics have gotten into everything. They're detected in human beings. Um, <laughs> they're in our organs. They're in our lungs. Uh, they're in our blood. Microplastics have permeated the human being um, and gotten into our food. And then beyond that, there's other things like fish has mercury and other animals have lead. And all of this stuff um, is harming us and harming the environment, um, damaging the food chain. It's really going to harm us in the long run, which is why when I read this, a lasting impact, microplastics settling into soil, this is not just soil. This is all of us. This is humans. This is animals. This is the soil itself. And we are ending up with it in our bodies. Um, and so I am a big proponent of getting rid of as much plastic as possible, but it's impossible. I can't buy a monitor without plastic all over the place. I can't buy a desk. I can't buy a chair. I can't buy pretty much anything. Every single bag that you buy has plastic all over it. And that's what's containing the item that you're talking about. You know, a cereal bag is is a plastic bag in a cardboard box that's coated in plastic um, everywhere you look. And so all of that is sheeting off, forming microplastics and ending up getting breathed in. It's uh, getting into the food. It's in our animals. It's everywhere. So what do we do? Well, uh, glass doesn't do that. So you can switch to glass. Metal doesn't do that. It does rust, but that's a different issue. You can mitigate that. But guess what? You're going to be spraying a plastic coating all over the place to do that. Um, it, it truly is going to be a long-term issue because of how pervasive plastics are. Even these guys who are testing the material, the people, the, the scientists at this um, Institute research research Institute their device right here is if you can see the you can't see the picture but their wires are sitting inside a plastic track <laughs> and uh, I'm I've been uh, considering doing some uh, kind of low-level research not that or I should say high level uh, you know it's just kind of digging around at the uh, 30,000 foot altitude um not really boots on the ground kind of a thing um to see 
just where the microplastics are coming from. Is it stuff that's from just refuse being thrown away or is plastic actually kicking off uh, microplastic bits simply because it's sitting in your environment and it's kind of just flaking off at um, the molecular level or the, the microscopic level, I should say. Um, but this article goes into greater uh, detail about what's going on in their particular context, which is it's, it's not going to impact anybody in terms of how water flows until it's extremely dense, but that isn't really the big issue. Um, it's just that that microplastics are building up in the environment. Um, it says uh, spots with higher levels of microplastics in the top so layer of soils could impact water availability for shallow roots um, and nutrient availability. And that's what I said at the beginning of the, uh, <laughs> before my mistake, um, I said uh, this, this basically impacts how water filters through and if water can't filter through the soil, then it can't drag nutrients down into the roots. Um, and the article just confirmed what my immediate observations were based on um, the little snippet that's over at Ometown. Um, the next article is Stephen King says he'll quit Twitter if Elon Musk makes him pay $20 a month to be verified and they should pay uh, him. Um, in fact, Elon Musk is reportedly considering making people pay $20 a month to stay verified on Twitter. Author Stephen King tweeted that he'll uh, quit the site if the idea is implemented. F that, they should pay me. In the previous thing, my observations were, yeah, absolutely. If you are dragging a whole bunch of people around wherever you go because they're interested in what you say or do, you know, Dr. Disrespect moved from Twitch to YouTube and took his audience with him. Um, other people took their audience with them. They got paid. <laughs> uh, right now, Twitter is getting paid because there's a plethora of people who are being uh, qualified and quantified into marketing data that's actionable and ads are being served to various people. Guess who's getting paid? Not those people. But if you have a commanding audience where you can go wherever you want and they will follow you, that service really should be paying you, particularly based on the level of engagement and ads that are performing within your particular and display ads don't actually do anything. They influence based on being present. Nobody clicks on ads. If they do, it's a bot or it's a mistake. <laughs> Or as somebody that just has no idea what an ad is and hey grandma you're gonna have to just focus on setting your vcr because nobody clicks on ads if you do i'd really like to know how and why maybe it was something viral that was really interesting that you clicked on and somebody really just has that right chemistry that provoked you into clicking an ad because i haven't clicked on an ad in 20 plus years if even then, I just don't recall 20 years ago. So Stephen King, if you leave, uh, I'm pretty much bowed out of Twitter anyway. Um, everybody that I speak to that has a business, 
that uses Twitter either socially or commercially says that they're only there because of the commercial aspect of it. Um, and the social aspect is a very small cluster, very small cluster of people. Um, why? Because it's an untenable position to try and monitor everything. It's the reason why I created Ohmtown to manage information overload. Imagine the flow of information over on Twitter. Do you think that Elon Musk really gives a rat's butt about what everybody is saying in reference to something that he says on Twitter? No. He's looking at the macro data and saying, this is how much of a market maker I am. And that's it. Yeah, every once in a while, he will get a text from somebody else, I'm sure, and go and look at something that was said, and then he'll respond to that because nobody is sitting there monitoring every single beep and whistle. It's an untenable position. Untenable. You cannot, as a human, consume the non-stop infusion of information. And information is a rather generic generous term so over on business insider travis clark um, posts this article um, that the verge reported on sunday that musk who completed his 44 billion dollar purchase of twitter last week is planning to charge 20 dollars per month for verified users to keep their blue check mark that signifies that they are the real accounts of celebrities, politicians, journalists, and other public figures. And King tweeted on Monday that he would leave Twitter if the plan was implemented. And others have said the same thing. Um, and I think that I think it's a bananas idea because I can verify who I am by simply having a link to my site. Um, you don't necessarily know my real name unless you go hunting for me. Um, it's pretty easy. I'm I'm not trying to hide who I am. It's just, you know, Marowat is not my real name. Really? Shocker. On Twitter, I have my real name. I also have others. Um, but I shouldn't have to pay $20 a month. If you make me pay $20 a month, then you have to legally sign a document that stipulates that you are not using my information for generating revenue in the ad stream and no ads on the stream. How about that? Then maybe I'd pay 20 bucks a month. And that's not true. I'm lying to myself. I will not pay $20 a month to use Twitter. Never, never. Particularly because it's going to be fueling this weird takeover, just like he's done in the past with other companies. He infuses it with capital and suddenly becomes management. I don't want him to be management of everything, and I don't want X to be everything. Just like WePay or whatever it is in China, I just forgot the name of it, is the social uh, uh, credit application that monitors every beep, fart, and whistle of the citizenry in China. I don't want that in the United States. I want it balkanized as much as possible so that every business is competing for my attention, giving me more and more as a consumer, because that's what I deserve as a consumer. Everybody else fighting, but he's got enough money that he can just throw stuff at it. It suddenly becomes something dominant and so many followers sit there and will crawl across broken glass just to drool on his shadow. I'm not interested in a plutocracy. I'm not going to support it. So if 
anything comes down the line where I have to pay for it on Twitter or any free service that suddenly turns tail and says, no, I'm going to capitalize on your information and you have to pay. You can kiss my shiny metal ass. Let's move on to the next article. Uh, this is in law nerd uh, law school participation for online and in-person classes compared to gender or by gender in a new report. Um, <clears throat> this one, this one was pretty interesting when I first talked about it. Um, so it's titled success with online education. It found that 30% of women with uh, most of their classes online participated very often compared to 23, uh, who attended very often in person. Um, now that could be, you know, within a margin. Um, but it's significant enough to write a paper about for men with most of their classes, 33% said that they participated very often compared to 27% uh, who attended, um, mostly in, uh, in-person classes. So the way that this is worded is quirky. Um, but this was written by, uh, Stephanie Francis Ward over at ABA journal. I don't know how fast this was created, but it, it came across as really quirky in how the numbers were thrown in there. It's number dense, but to me, it basically said that if you are online, you participate more and my conclusion was, and I'm not sure if it's going to be found out in this article, it's not going to be found out in the article, but, uh, what the rationale is for engagement. I can tell you from my experience is that people who take online classes are, um, more engaged because they have the ability to say and do the things that they want to do with impunity largely they're not going to get laughed at directly they're not going to be having eyes directly on them unless they perceive the people that are looking at them in these little boxes on the screen from a zoom meeting as being directly on them and eh, that's not usually how it works they're not going to hear the giggles as much um, or shuffling around they're beyond arm's reach of the direct energy of doing something perceived as silly by others um, and you can immediately just turn off the screen or turn off the audio or walk away, disconnect or do something. Whereas in physical space, you are directly feeling the energy of the people around you. So I would suggest that more research be done in this, um, to see why people engage more online than, uh, offline. And, um, I'm pretty sure that my thesis would prove um, accurate. It says regarding satisfaction with, uh, online classes, 77% of respondents said that it had been positive. The survey, which was compiled in 2022 found that 50% of respondents had at least one online class. Um, we actually end up talking about an article when we being me and anybody who might be in my chat, um, end up talking about an online law school later on. Um, the next article is the Hummer EV e-bike is just over the top and ridiculous as the electric truck it's based on GMC joined forces with the world's largest, uh, supplier of e-bikes for law enforcement to produce the 
over-the-top dual motor fat tire electric bike to complement its equally over-the-top dual motor fat tire Hummer EV truck. It's the latest sign that automakers are trying to seize on the popularity of e-bikes to promote the shift to electric vehicles. This is a $4,000 bike, uh, all-wheel drive bike, featuring twin 750 watt hub motors with a peak output of 2400 watts uh, a 48 volt that's upgradable um, 17 amp hour or 21 amp hour battery um, it's pretty cool looking uh, i would say that this is something that i would purchase well more or well before uh, an electric vehicle um, only because i can ride this four thousand dollars day in day out for nine months out of the year on the east coast where i am um and uh never have to touch a, a car until i have to take another human being with me and even then i could probably put them on the back of that bike right there and, and treat them as cargo um naturally when you're carrying more weight the battery is drained more it's a weird physics thing that doesn't really seem to get be made that obvious with an internal combustion engine, but with electric power, any little amount of weight directly drains like so much more power from the battery. It's, it's interesting. Anyway, unsurprisingly, GMC isn't building the e-bike itself much like it did with the early two thousands. Automaker is licensing the Hummer brand to Fort Wayne based recon, a major supplier of rugged fat tired e-bikes. They're thick with two C's. Uh, to local police departments and even federal agencies and the company was hyping a partnership with a local a major automotive manufacturer just last month as a way to break into the consumer e-bike market well i guess this is what they were talking about yep the hummer ev bicycle i dig it um i don't think that i'll buy one but it be what it be um yeah, apparently the Hummer EV is pretty badass. GMC is licensing the Hummer brand to an Indiana-based supplier of fat-tired e-bikes to local police departments. The result is a dual-motor Class 3 bike with a big battery and lots of power. Andrew J. Hawkins is the author of this article over at The Verge. Let's keep on hustling through all of the news. Even at MSRP, newly listed RTX 4080, 16GB, uh, cards are leaving some NVIDIA fans huh, cold, not according to their charging cables setting themselves ablaze. They're still trying to figure out why these um, power cables are couplers are um, setting themselves on fire. Not really on fire. They're melting. But I guess when it fails closed, um, it can't set itself on fire. But. I guess it just hasn't gotten to that point yet. Uh, Jacob Ridley over at PCGamer.com put this article together. Uh, PNY's Accelerate XLR8 Gaming Verto is based at $1,200. That's only 99 cents above MSRP. Man, I remember a time when graphics cards were below MSRP because they were competing. Uh, but nvidia i think is doing direct to consumer sales to the point where it's starting to marginalize uh, the need for um any <laughs> oem you know off-brand manufacturer 
oh, you're going to buy a, a, an Asus NVIDIA card? Well, no, you're just going to buy an NVIDIA card because they're saying that, well, the prices are this high. For you to make uh, any money on it at the retail level, you're going to have to price higher than NVIDIA's. 99 cents over MSRP. I wonder what the margin is for this thing. I don't know. I would love for somebody to tell me what the true margin is for um, an OEM producer of cards. RTX 4080 16 gigabyte is built using the same Ada Lovelace architecture as the recently launched RTX 4090, but with a completely different GPU. It's no cut down version of the top chip and comes with 9,728 CUDA cores, 16 gigs of GDDR6X memory and a, a total power of 320 watts. Yeah, the 3090 or the 4090s are the ones that are like setting themselves on fire. And you can go over to like Gamers Nexus um, to uh, watch stuff about that. Um, anyway, huge difference between the 3080, 3090, 4090, 4080. Um, the two Ampere GPUs are 68% uh, weaker than the Ada Lovelace cards versus the 20% between the two uh, Ampere GPUs. I, I'm not disputing that they're amazing cards, really. But what I said previously was this is crazy expensive. <laughs> They might be great, but I don't want to double the cost of my computer simply because I'm getting a 4080 card. Um, and all of these consumers out there that are buying these cards are supporting the claim that they're priced properly. I don't care what tech is involved in it. It's way too expensive for a video card. But as long as people buy them guess what consumers are going to price themselves out because the next edition of this card is going to be 500 dollars more expensive just you wait the 50 series card isn't going to capitalize on the efficiencies developed in the technology for the 4080 3080 rtx trend in general that 5080 card is going to be $500 more expensive. This is not Apple we're talking about, where their efficiencies are translated into market adoption, where consumers buy into the ecosystem and love it to the point where they've got, you know, <laughs> I don't know what, what you want to call it. I mean, it brand loyalty doesn't really justify this. <clears throat> you can go to AMD. Uh, the next article is in the Warcrafters channel. It's Electronic Arts is making at least three Marvel's ga Marvel games. Um, I'm gonna scan. I'm gonna jump over this really quick. Um, they're making an Iron Man game. It's uh, basically the the forming of Iron Man. My understanding. Uh, Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer is the author of this, but it's for PSVR and um, what's the other one? Oh, it's not. This isn't the article for PSVR. Um, this is the uh, EA Motive uh, game. The first project uh, being developed as part of a deal is the Iron Man game in the works at EA Motive. It was something that was discussed um, previously. It's 
the original story that taps into the rich history of Iron Man channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark. Um, been longtime fans of Marvel and their impressive leadership, so this is a remarkable moment for our developers and as players as well. EA Chief Operating Officer uh, Lori Meal said, uh, We look forward to welcoming Marvel into the EA family of creators and know that this collaboration will produce, oh, I don't know microtransactions and maybe some other things i don't know unlike ea star wars license the marvel deal is not exclusive former uncharted creative director amy hennig is currently working on a marvel game featuring captain america and black panther at skydance new media uh, for instance and it's also suggested that a dissolution of ea's exclusive rights to star wars did not come with any long-lasting um, hard feelings marvel's parent company is disney um, oh, and EA is set to release their fiscal data um, tomorrow. So that might be spectacular all on its own. The next article is in the Reality Hackers channel co-op. Uh, Ghostbusters VR Rise of the Ghost Lord is coming to Quest 2 and PSVR 2 in 2023. Um, this was discussed at the uh, meta uh, product reveal. Um, I love the idea of a Ghostbusters uh, VR game. It, it's, I, it's probably getting talked about because it's Halloween. I watched Ghostbusters last night. Um, one of the many times that I've watched it. I want to play this game in VR as soon as my Pico 4 shows up. Who knows when it'll show up. I'm here in the States, so I'm. it's beyond arm's reach at this point until it lands on my shores and I get it. Um, I know not where it is, and it's been 10 days since its release, so uh, as far as I know, they are um, delayed. Ben Lang over at RoadToVR.com is the author of this article um, that talks about uh, Ghostbusters VR, which is actually going to be named Ghostbuster Rise of the Ghost Lord, except that it's is it ghost so wait the update says that it's called ghostbuster rise of the ghost lords but in the uh, ghost lord but in the article it says ghostbusters rise of the ghost lord i'm not sure what is going on here uh, but if it isn't plural then i'm my brain is broken it really should be four player co-op just like they were in Ghostbusters and every iteration of Ghostbusters. Um, in Dreams is uh, well known for the in the VR space as the studio behind titles like Phantom Covert Ops and Fract. The studio just raised a hefty $35 million investment to further expand its VR development and publishing operations. Uh, I want more PC VR games. I'm not a console player. Um, I would love to uh, focus on uh, VR here in hometown um, in stream VR games. That's kind of my jam. I dig it. Um, I've played Alex and uh, many other uh, VR games, um, but it seems like this is like the cutting edge of technology uh, and immersion where uh, every six months it's just dramatically improved so i hope that this continues on um, it says here that you can go it alone or as a team with up to three friends in co-op 
in an extensive and engrossing campaign, continue the Ghostbusters legacy, uh, protect the city from fiendish ghosts, and experience all the humor and frights from the beloved franchise. That's the end quote um, from End Dreams. The next article is in the Continuity Report. Morgan Freeman in advance talks to star in Lucy spinoff series with Europa Corporation and Village Roadshow producing. Uh, this is an exclusive over at Variety.com, and uh, Elsa Kesslesey is the author of this, uh, again, over at Variety.com. Uh, I love the idea of this. Lucy is um, basically left off with a tremendous amount of world building available, and um, I really wish that it would continue on, and sure enough, uh, Luke Besson is going to direct the movie. Um, uh, it's a series. Sorry, it's a series. Um, the movie by Luck, uh, Luck, God, uh, Luke Besson earned uh, $460 million worldwide in the box office. But here in the States, it seemed to have been a flash in the pan, just in and out. Nobody knows anything about it. I own it over on Apple TV, so I can watch it any time I want to. Um, but I'm hoping that this goes into long-term, um, world building and really exploits the ideas behind Lucy. There's, there's a whole lot more, um, there. So the idea here is uh, Freeman was part of the cast of the original movie, which saw Johansson portraying a woman who gains psychokinetic skills when the drug is absorbed into her bloodstream. That understates what the world building potential is of this because they were pills. Um, and, uh, <laughs> she was bombarded by them um, because it wasn't just one pill. It basically was like a drug mule thing. Um, so uh, both Europa Corporation or Europa Corp, sorry, that's the actual name of it, and Village Roadshow are owned by the New York Fund Vine Alternative uh, Investments. The series is the second Europa Corp project greenlit since the company was acquired by vine in uh, 2019 Besson recently wrapped the shoot of uh, dogman and nitrum um so basically hopefully Besson is free to um direct lucy this new lucy upon completing the restructure of vine europa corp which was funded by uh, besson set off to pursue films and series building on its well-known franchises such as lucy and transporter as well as original movies um yeah this will be uh, a fun thing to watch happen i hope that it spins up fast and gets launched uh, even faster uh, Tim Burton says that he was drawn to Wednesday's outsider status for his first TV series. She's an outcast among outcasts. That's how I felt. Uh, this is in the continuity report and uh, it's over at Variety as well. And um, it says, I enjoyed doing the TV series just because it was interesting to have a different pace, a slower kind of burn. But obviously for me, I still love movies. I still think there's a place for movies these days, Burton said, uh, when asked whether he had a desire to take on further TV projects. I, I think if the money is right and the creative opportunity is right, then Burton will go down that road um, or at least facilitate and lend his name. Uh, Burton revisits the world of the Adams family in Wednesday, which launches on Netflix on November 23rd. It cannot come soon enough. 
the American director said that he was drawn to the spinoff starring you star uh, Jenna Ortega as a teenage Wednesday Adams because it showed a different side of the iconic character. So the the new series is basically uh, Wednesday developing her psychic powers and she was kicked out of her normal school um, because she let piranhas out into the pool while the gym class was in the pool, the boys' gym class, um, because, uh, well, they, I guess, abused her brother, Pugsley. Anyway, um, Burton says that he's had mental health issues uh, his whole life, and I just... Uh, this is the last article for the day and I've done this twice now and what I said the last time was um, if you have mental health issues seek assistance seek help um, don't try and self-medicate don't try and do it alone whatever coping alone uh, might consist of um, there's a whole school of thought of people who think that it's a weakness but n being introspective enough uh, to understand that you might be in some type of psychic trouble um, means that you're not a, a sociopath. It means that you're a, a living, feeling human being. And there are people out there that are just as uh, feeling as you and willing to support you and give you the tools to cope with whatever might be happening. Um, and some of it might be some rough waters ahead. Believe me, I, I don't think anybody who is... Um, <laughs> a compassionate, caring human being has ever gone without a moment like that. Um, so uh, go and seek some assistance and don't be shy about it. At any rate, um, wish you all the best of luck. November is tomorrow. I cannot believe how fast 304 days have gone by. I am Mayor Watt. This has been the Hometown Daily News Show for October 31st, 2022. This is Hometown. Come and hang out tomorrow, 6 p.m. Sorry I'm late, but I needed a break after screwing up. See ya.